loitering an unarmed podcast. What episode is this? Like this 28. <laughs> it's like twenty-eight. Is this the end of season one? Are we going to end up doing like seasons? Mm, I don't care, Rock. Does it matter? I don't do labels. No, Rock. We don't do Why labels. does it matter, Rock? I look at other people's podcasts and they got seasons. They got this. They got that. That's just a click of a button. Mm-hmm. You could change it to season two if mm-hmm. you want to. Does it matter? Because it's a close out of previous chapter and go into the next one. Because probably the next one will probably be more, um, a lot more guests. Um, it'd be a little different. Different space. Yeah, different space. I guess you could say that this is um, from like 2021, starting Loiter to now. Mm-hmm. Right. So, a lot of stuff has happened. You could talk about. You could talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, that's up to you. Um, what you been up to? I mean, school's out. For the summer, <laughs> yeah. For the winter, um, how was it? Case, yeah, it was cool. Um, <laughs> how was it? How was it being back in the corporate space? Uh, how long were you out? How long was I out? Yeah, out of corporate. Yeah, man, probably like a decade. Yeah, so it had to be some, like a different. Uh, experience coming well, I'm a, in i'm a master at manipulation and i'm a master at politics and i know how to move in these spaces where um i could just use one of my 48 laws of power and just kind of wiggle out of some stuff it really wasn't nothing major besides like um not really a lot of politics because i'm adjunct so mm-hmm. you know as long as my curriculum follows the curriculum and they get the learning objectives and you know i'm there type of thing Mm -hmm. i'm really not good at like answering emails promptly and stuff like that um the students enjoy it they kind of it was like some situations that i just ignored and overlooked Mm -hmm. with some of the students they kind of like entitled you know and Mm -hmm. um well it's like you know you just gotta check them you know how you check check students how you check privilege students huh well i had i called somebody lazy Mm. it was like i called somebody lazy but me and him like i talk to people if i got an understanding with you i ain't just gonna call you lazy like that yeah yeah, so every student got different personalities so i'm gonna come at you respectfully you know and and they was lazy that's the thing you know what i'm saying it wasn't like I'm calling him something that he's not like. I don't want y'all kind of doing half work, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you know, and more or less worse, I called him lazy, right? And then another student brought it up like, "How you gonna call him lazy or something like that?" I'm like, "I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and him got an understanding, and if he got something to say about it, if he don't like it, then he should say something. You don't need to talk for him." Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was, and she was a white girl, and he was a black dude. Mm-hmm. So you know, were coming at her from like brother to brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Are you offended?" And I was asking him. He's like, "No." Nah. I was like, "Okay, then let's move on." Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, so, 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 Savior came in. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, advocating so then, for yeah. for 
Yeah. So yeah. then I had another situation. I ain't really want to. No, come but that, th- this is good because it, <laughs> it, it matters because again, behaviors of of, of how people move <clears throat> in systems, right? Okay. It's kind of important for for people to know because most people, I mean, how many like, how many black adjuncts are there? Right. Right. How many people get the opportunity, the privilege to be in us in these spaces? Right. And so giving people game on how to like navigate it, like they may not have the tools, like they might have crumbled underneath the pressure of like somebody advocating for your relationship with with this brother, right? You were talking to him, like you said, you built rapport with him already. Yeah. And so you knew how you could come off. So that's that's game right there. Most people don't understand like how to build relationships within the construct of oppression, right? So this this the this the tricky part to it too is that this is Case Western Reserve, so this is more like a this is science and engineering type mm. school. It's not a, <clears throat> they don't have yeah, an art, art department. Yeah. Right. So this is just like seniors need some credits, right? <clears throat> Ain't got no water out. <clears throat> I sound horrible. Yeah. All right, so anyway, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's keep this thought. We okay. can run, we can run, keep going. Um the thing is like this is uh this is like a STEM school, right? Science, technology, engineering. So it's not an art department. So people taking these classes, they artistic and stuff, but it's not their major. Mm. So these are seniors just just need an elective. Got it. And they're taking some classes. So they're not gonna be that committed. And then I can't hold them up mm-hmm. and get them all F's right. too. Right. So right. I got to pass everybody regardless mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they seniors, what I look like giving them an F, taking this elective, but you know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, so this is the game. So, oh, so you witnessing game real time. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, I'm going to give y'all what you get and so you're not going to hold the same standard you would hold if it was something that was applying to somebody who yeah, was in art school or, i'm trying to make connect the dots and make sense though like this is design i don't care what your field is mm-hmm. if y'all gonna be in an entrepreneurship space you still should understand design mm-hmm. right because it's like being able to see details is being able to be able to see like lighting texture it's being able to see all of these different aspects especially if you're going to have to at some point maybe work on your own brand Mm -hmm. work on your own marketing work on your own you know whatever you're working on because some of them can lay out stuff it's going to give you an advantage the more stuff you know the more tools you have in your arsenal the better you're going to be yeah it's like a video game it's like the more tokens you get and the more shields and, and and unlocking special doors and all of this stuff in the video games is real life I yeah think. no it is yeah and like you're um and if you aren't I, I but again you, you it's like sometimes we put ourselves in different situations where we are trying to design a world that has already been designed right like mm-hmm. you, you in that construct of of like you said like these people got they seniors. They just need an elective. They taking something, get a grade, so they can move forward. Instead of it being fully integrated into their journey of entrepreneurship, when so it, that's the whole thing around like you can't teach. I don't believe you can teach entrepreneurship in school. Let right? me say this and keep going. But everything is predicated off of the grade and not what I'm telling them. 
Mm-hmm. And I tell him I don't care about the grade. Mm. Forget the grade. Huh? I gave y'all all A's. I told him, I said, if I gave you all A's and said, you good, you don't have to come to this class no more, mm-hmm. would you come? They was like, no. Exactly. But they, it's like the grades don't matter to me. Huh? Yeah. I hate grades. huh? Yeah. Because, go ahead. No, that's the thing. That's not how the... That's not how things are set up. The grade matters. The grade do matter. It doesn't matter to folks like like you and me. You know, like for me, like because if I just the thing, this just a caveat to that. If you get all A's, but you don't know nothing about it, huh? Because you ain't came to class. So yeah. you get an A. Yeah. But if it's a let's just say it's in finance, huh? mm-hmm. you got an A in finance and you're trying to set up a business, you need to understand your financials. Huh? That ain't going to you need to under because if it's in the entrepreneurship space and it ain't about the grace, you need to learn the craft. You need to understand the infrastructure from every aspect of it. Yes. But they will have to have opted into that. That's the thing. They would have had to uh, aspire to want to be fully they would have to to admit that that's what they want to do you know like that that that, that's what they are looking to do fully integrate you know all these aspects of life learning experience into their vocation and so that's that's not stem like you said it's a stem school no but you it's, it's, it's centered on like hey you learning Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Right. So the here's the true like we would have to build the framework. Correct. That's what I was getting to. Like. You're coming at it from a perspective of like I'm gonna give this brother game, so he can get it. I'm gonna talk but I to need him to put directly. It, I need to put it in the pamphlet. I need to put it in a on an online you gotta recruit yeah you gotta figure out you gotta find him like he understood what you was getting at but he was like i just need this a and i get what you're saying he needs both because if he just gets the a and moves on without getting the game of knowing how to operate within the system that he's buying into then he's gonna be another dude that's lost so you trying to save him from being caught up in the system trying to save him from being just like lazy understand like look as a black dude you can't be in this world of design and business entrepreneurship as a lazy dude so i'm witnessing something that's going to actually be detrimental to your success this is the the biggest problem that i had out of all of them is that they it wasn't that if i give you something and you horrible at it you're not that good at it because you're not in that major rock but if i looked and you did all of the steps that i put in there Mm-hmm. Because my curriculum is step by step. I want eight things from you. Dude's giving me five. Dude's giving me six. Dude's giving me nothing that I put in there. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like, hey, I would fail your class. Huh? You gotta <laughs> would, go. You gotta. Hey, I would give you three. Huh? Exactly. That's not the <laughs> process. Huh? You can't jump process. Why? Huh? Not the first process. The first mm-hmm. pro. The first. You can skip some of the processes, but the main one is ideation, like mm-hmm. I, I, idea, idea creation, like mm-hmm. is the first thing. Yeah. How are you skipping that? Yeah, 
especially when you sign up. I guess I'm saying I would do it because I would never sign up to go to case. Mm-hmm. So if I signed up to be in that system of expectation, then you should be expected to be judged by those expectations, no matter who the teacher is, no matter if they... They you know, are, but yeah. not just my class. Exactly. And so that gets it to why is that? Because if you got two other classes and they putting a pressure on you, you can't come in my class and be creative. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Right. You're too worried about this other thing. Exactly. It's not conducive for creatives. Like you said, the school itself is not designed to tap into people's creative brains. So now they come to you. They're like, man, it's not really. But you, but you have work to do, though. Like you said, try and find those people who can actually benefit from what you bring in. Yeah, I'm I'm going to see what I gave them and what I got and adjust it from there for next semester and see if I could get a better outcome and a better results. Mm, but all in all, though, that said, did you enjoy it? I did. Yeah. I yeah. did. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, it's a timing thing, right? I got two hours. I got to give a lecture. I got to give a critique. And I got to give... Uh, homework assignment because all my stuff is kind of the same across the board so it's not like it's a a stretch from what I'm doing anywhere mm-hmm. else so if I'm talking about branding for a company I'm teaching branding over here if I'm talking about using AI because they was kind of anti-AI and I'm like look y'all can use it I don't care how you get this done mm-hmm. use it that's more pr- I mean come on Doc. Yeah, it's realistic yeah. guy. yeah 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 that um that co-pilot I think it's called is integrated into all of the the Microsoft 360 programs. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have your company flawless. All the AI integration. Mm-hmm. I could just stick a outline and have a PowerPoint presentation and go over these concepts and these ideas. You know how long that take for me to do it from scratch. But how do we get people from the streets to access that? How do we get people from East Cleveland? How do we get people? It's impossible. So that's what I'm saying. So we this gonna is, miss we we missing out again. Ike? This is the thing. But those is that wanna, real? but this the thing. Ike. This the thing. Ike. Dudes, you giving them you making people de- delusional in the in the aspect where dudes think that because he sells some weed that he could have a dispensary now, Ike. Mm. and he don't understand. He don't understand a lot of the aspects of it. Maybe he know a little bit of he's heard of marketing before, but to have a full blown strategy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to having a full blown like even bringing me aboard, bringing me along on this. You know, it's like I'm how you design. I'm like, I can't design. Mm -hmm. I can't design this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you need a full blown team. And you need to understand, you almost need to take a seat back. This is the thing. Like, people want to just act. And people need to take a step back and just really self-teach themselves. Like, you go to case. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I got a beautiful book for everybody. It's called, uh, what's it called? The Personal MBA. Mm-hmm. So, what the Personal MBA was, was this, was this, this dude who was in corporate and he saw a lot of the guys that was getting promoted and getting advanced in their careers by getting an MBA, but he didn't have time to do it. So, or he ain't had the resources, but he studied all of it. He studied like his MBA on his own. 
So touching on everything, from marketing mm-hmm. to finance to to operations to everything. So you got a detailed book on hitting all of these things that you should understand, terms, words, everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he taught himself, and he got his MBA, and he was able to speed up the process, but he still had to do the work. You got two type of people, Walk. You got people to, that can, can that can do this, mm-hmm. that have the ambition to teach themselves, and you got other dudes that need professors on them, like, where is it at? Where is it mm-hmm. at? Like, yeah. everybody ain't yeah. really built like that. So you got these people, like in EC, right? So he's going to, I mean, dude, how many dudes really read? You ain't really got time to read. Like, your stomach is touching bills is due. You got pressure. You got people, like, where is this at? Where is that at? Right? So you got, um, so so what do you do in that case? You still got to give them a blueprint. Mm-hmm. This is you got to slow down and take these courses and come back to me. There's something else called Rock of Fuel. That's another book. Another book is like kind of based off of like it's like these template books. Like you don't have to read every book, but dudes need to know like these are the top five books to understand the E Myth Revisited. The E Myth, the E is entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and that's kind of based off of um, Ray Kroc and McDonald's and franchise model and working on. We talked about this before. The MVP. No, working on the business yeah. from the top instead of yeah. working in it, yeah. right? Because if you stuck in the weeds and you can't take time yeah. to really see what's going on, where where the missing pieces is, and really that take time to walk. You yeah. want to get on the road and get going. Yeah, yeah. You always got to be thinking about future state. If you're thinking about now, you you know it, you you're not really planning for the future. That's the problem that you have right now. Mm-hmm. You can't look at the you can't look at loiter from the top because you in it too much in the middle of it. Um, but that comes to down to what resources, capacity, team. Okay, so if you look at I do, you have a little resources. You got a little team. You still yeah. stuck in alignment. The you know what positioning. I mean? Position, position, exactly all of it. It's all like you can have a understanding of. You can have an understanding of what needs to happen, but it's tough when you have experience and then now you have to execute in a different environment. Mm. And we talked about, actually me and Ali was, and we talked about this before, like doing stuff in Cleveland is different than doing stuff in Boston. It's different than doing stuff in New York, different than doing stuff in Vermont. My issue is I'm operating, my brain is in four different places all the time. I'm thinking about like uh, the hustle bustle of Harlem, the Bronx, mm-hmm. right? You know, how, how do we move food from New York State to New York City, leveraging like USDA contracts, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That's from a position of like privilege, right? Mm-hmm. We got all the resources we need. Well, not all of them, but we, we resource pretty good. Mm-hmm. To where we can have a team, we basically have a CFO, we have like partnerships with uh, uh, Black Farmers United, Northeast Farmers of Color, New York City Farm School, mm-hmm. Soul Fire Farm, right? Okay, so, like, hold dang, so hold that, that eco, thought. That ecosystem of support around what we're doing in New York is strong. Okay, so if the, is it a bad, I always ask you this, Ock, coming here, is that a bad business model, Ock? No. I knew you was gonna say that. And and no, the thing is, you're right. And and I think that's part of what it is. It's like you said, the dude wrote that book, you know, the personal MBA. Heck, I'm that dude too, Hawk. 
I need, I'm like a hands on dude. In order to know, I must do. I'm a trial and error person. So it's hard to answer that question until I actually go through the mistakes. Like, again, the fail fast model, like the fail, like inviting failure. So people right. don't understand, like, I, like, that's an MBA concept, right? That I will deploy time and time again. Like, I don't mind failure because you cannot build until you go through the failures. And so it's chronicling those failures and learning from them real time, not waiting, but to be like, okay, this is, this happened, this is how I'm adjusting, and this is the path forward. I get that part. But at the same time, I'm smart enough to know that after a while, this ain't working. This ain't, I can't. What is this? Just being because the thing is like it depends on what the thing this is because right? a lot a lot of people a lot of people get into this thing where he's because he's working mm-hmm. and he's working on it all the time mm-hmm. that he feel like I'm not I'm not I don't get all warm and fuzzy about working all the time I can busy yeah. busy jumping running run you know what I'm saying it's like all right bro I'm looking at it like damn this I learned a new word and it's called scale yeah you know what I'm saying if I can't scale also, I was like, okay, so I'm looking at business models. We talk about this all the time mm-hmm. before. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, I'm a chef, but I don't want no restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right? Ain't that what you say? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you coming at it where you ain't selling no alcohol. Mm-hmm. So if you're not selling no alcohol and you ain't got no wine in there, you ain't going to make it. Yeah, not until you, not until you create such a vibe in there that people is like, man... I'm going there for this. You have to create conditions that make it that 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 make something that can be scaled. Because right now, like you said, the scalable model in fine dining includes alcohol. So you have to acknowledge, like you said, where you fit in, like 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 fit in or fit out, right? Fit in or fit out. So in that sense, I'm trying to build up a different kind of emotional reaction to the things that we're doing in space right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if we there was this like for instance like over at the cafe i sent ali this um there's this like free baby grand piano right that somebody was like man take it i bought this house it's sitting there i don't need it right mm-hmm. and i was like man should we get this piano he was like man ooh. And then we had this conversation about what would it look like to just have a theme up on the piano, tickling the keys in the middle of EC, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's not now what that does is that changes people's emotional reaction to a theme, right? Mm-hmm. We hate fiends. We disgusted by fiends. Huh? Mm-hmm. And so now this fiend, probably, I mean, all fiends have a previous life. They shouldn't be identified by a moment that they're in. And everybody has the ability to get outside of that, that sort of, um, that caricature of what a fiend is. Mm-hmm. So if you create a space that allows people to be seen differently, all of a sudden now you like, I can respect this dude for who he is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out what are those things that can provide an emotional connection to the things that we're offering around food. That's all in storytelling. Mm-hmm. 
Right. That's right. the that's the that's the the brand voice on top of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So the literature mm-hmm. that's associated with the storytelling right. matches. Yeah. And okay. I, so yeah. it's an overlap on the competitor and you in that space in the middle where those two circles intersect is the position that is different from everybody else and mm-hmm. understanding that position and telling that story that's the brand yeah right so i've been you know i've been teaching and talking about brand lately more than anything that's kind of like been my that's kind of where i've been living at recently and you have an iceberg and at the top of the iceberg is the brand identity that's just the logo that's the colors and that's what it looked like but underneath that iceberg is the storytelling it's the vision it's the value proposition it's the mission it's the positioning it's all of these pieces and parts to make it what it is mm-hmm. like and i use this example all the time too is um if you go to a red bull's instagram page right now you're not gonna see not one can of red bull mm. all you're gonna see is guys snorkeling skiing off-road bikes mm. i seen a dude on skydiving all of this stuff so it's the culture it's the story it's the feelings it's the emotions and being an active dude that's going to make you get that can mm-hmm. right so understanding that and like how do i fit in with these other brands and stand out that's what you're saying yeah it's like how do i fit in how do i position myself if i am going to go to this restaurant route and I think you get what that story is. That's what this this is. That's what Loiter this, is. This, huh? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, out of all the stuff you did for Loiter, this is the best thing you did. What's that? <laughs> what? This podcast, huh? Of course, like, Of course you would say that. Because <laughs> it's about position, huh? it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's all connected, though. It's like, you know, we sitting here looking at this chessboard. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's all of it. Huh? The, the podcast is... You know, it might be the queen, but the queen ain't nothing without all those pieces. Go ahead. And so when we were thinking about what we needed to do, so like when when Duke first was like, when I first came back, I was like, man, I got to figure out, you know, how I'm going get, to get this story out because I need to come back. It's got to be grounded in East Cleveland. It's got to be with somebody that know what they're doing. I like working with people who are competent. Yeah. Um, and it's no knock on other programs or other uh, organizations because we are a nonprofit organization that I think sometimes people forget about um, because we move so entrepreneurial. But I don't necessarily my my strength is not working with people who need to be pulled up so much. Like that's not, that has not been my experience, and so it's difficult for me. Um, like I'm not an educator, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. like in the traditional sense, like I'm not an educator, mm-hmm. right? I'm I come at it from like the 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 push space. I like to push people, right? So when people are in a position to where they can be pushed, that means that they've gotten to a point, they've used their resources, they've used as much as they could, but man, we all just need that extra push, right? Mm-hmm. And so. 
I'm always looking for people to push me and I'm looking for people to push and I'm looking for other people to push people around me and I'm looking to push people. So I'm looking for that push, push space. So, so like you said, that ideation, if you look at everybody who's around Loiter right now, right? Jordan, me, you, Ali, Rufus, Angelina, anyone who's part of the ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. They've created something right mm-hmm. so they've created something right they've done something themselves that if we were to put all that together it would just be that much more dope right mm-hmm. versus oh my goodness you need to learn how to make a business plan you need to come up with this you need to come up with then it's like oh man we always starting from as if we don't know anything right so my theory is we have to start with people who do know that have been intentionally left out of real opportunities because of racist racism, mm-hmm. right? The system itself is the reason why you haven't made it through. It's not Jamal's fault. The system itself is why I haven't really made it into like, you know, where I would like to be, right? The system itself is why, you know, Ali is not where he would like to be on the financial front. The system itself is the reason why Angelina is not where she's at. All of these people that I'm talking about have designed something, created something, thought about something, failed, tried again, and then are looking at what are they going to do next. So that ecosystem of people who understand what it takes to to start stuff, to start over, to try again, is a different model that funders don't necessarily like to fund. Funders like to fund like there's a whole bunch of ignorant black folks. Let's teach them. They don't know how to eat. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how to design. They don't know how to grow. They don't know how to farm. They don't know how to work together. Because then, and then we then again show it over and over again by not working together. So dollars, like dollars always go. Majority of dollars that go into our communities are from a savior mindset. And you mentioned it earlier, that white girl that was trying to save the black dude. Like you knew exactly what that black dude needed. You said, man, stop being lazy, right? Yeah. And then the, 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 the white voice comes in and say, oh, uh, you shouldn't talk to him like that. And you said, what? Well, why not? But you said, what about the people that do need that help? Because you said, what about the people in the EC? Mm-hmm. What about them? It's like both. they need to, they need the framework. They need the blueprint. They, they need to, they yeah. need to, you need to sit them down and say, what is your business plan? Because that's what you asked them. Correct. But we can't do that, in my opinion. And so the theory is we can't do that until we have something that's a beacon that's so live that, they, that they're bought into it, that they're saying, oh, man, wow, now teach me. That's based on the story again. Yes. Yeah. So we have to show who we are collectively so people believe that we know what we're doing. Because individually, we all know what we know. We just sit down with any one of us separately. Any one of us would be like, Man, I got this, 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 this. I'm doing this, 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 this. I'm doing this, this, this. But if we were to put all that in one room, I, it, I said this. A, I said this a thousand times. I can't. It's, it has to be um, a platform where they can get the resources and they can download it. They can look at the video. Mm-hmm. They can look at this. They could It's like a package that's ready for them. Mm-hmm. I talk about that all the time. It should be. You know, you know, maybe once the cafe open up, it should be That's probably a live, a live stream yeah, where they can ask questions and then we could sit down and go through the questions. On I mean, this think about one. fast forward. Right? The cafe is open now. Chocolate house is open, right? Say four months from now. 
both are open, right? Mm -hmm. We could then easily, like you said, that ownership, that's why ownership matters, right? This house, that's next to two adjacent plots that are growing food, that are that's manufacturing food. That's also, you know, where we would be broadcasting live from, right? We could signal to, hey, look, podcast is at, you know, uh, 2.30, right? So go have some hot chocolate, some coffee, and join the podcast. And you have a live studio audience like, while, we, while we're recording, right? Sign up. Give us your story. Who are you, right? Um, now, all of a sudden, we're getting everybody included into what we're doing, getting more people involved. So now you can cross-promote. You can integrate things that we're doing. You can do programming uh, here, there. We can do, Carol could do her food as medicine work here, there, right? We can do a lot of different things. It's just that we have to have our space first. Like, you know, Loiter is about that whole thing around spatial justice, environmental justice, economic justice. Those three forms of justice mean absolutely nothing, like you said, without the ability to do storytelling, to control that narrative. Let's, I was teasing you before we started. I may add that or not. But what if you don't own the space? Huh? Doesn't Well, that's a privilege. Ownership in this country is a privilege. Huh? So it's part of it. it, it I know you, yeah. you're resistant towards it. But yeah. you still... You have to... It, there are realities... Let me, let me qualify ownership as a privilege statement. Go ahead. What that means is like... Like, um, we have, like, we own this house, right? We're doing this podcast in it. We can do whatever we want, right? We got chocolate making in the kitchen right now, and we're doing a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Jordan about to come in here and film, right? People will be buying stuff from here, right? And we get got chickens outside. We can bring the eggs. When people stay upstairs, they can, uh, you know, be part of the Air, Air, you know, Airbnb, mm -hmm. um, uh, actually not Airbnb, but just like bed and breakfast because we're not going to put it on Airbnb platform, but it's like Airbnb because mm -hmm. um, we're going to have our own platform, ownership, right? Mm -hmm. You go to loiter.us slash sanctuary homes. That's where you can book your stay mm -hmm. in East Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And so now we own the platform, right? We own the land and it's when we own the house, right? Mm -hmm. Now say I lived here. That, all, that, all that I said, that's a privileged situation, right? Mm -hmm. okay, everybody can't do that because they don't own their home. Or they don't own extra property, right? Yeah. Um, but you could do it if you owned your own home, right? But you would have to just agree with a, a concept of living minimalist, right? Yeah. Living on 800 square feet and then renting out the second and third floor, which you could do, which I think is a smart move, right? Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But in East Cleveland, if you own a home, it's valued on average, Jock, $45,000. Now, say you have kids. How are you sending your kids to college on a $45,000 valued home? You can't pull no equity out your home. That's like maybe one semester at an Ivy League, 40000 right? Now, so that you're, you're putting all that pressure on your kid to go do good in school, to get a scholarship, right? Because your ownership model was not as privileged as other folks because you don't live in a white neighborhood, right? So just because we own in, in, in cash-poor cities 
doesn't give us the same privilege as owning in other cities because of the realities of oppression and racism. So we can own all we want without changing the economic conditions of the cities that we live in. Nothing's going to change except for us committing to moving different amongst the realities in which we live. So like you said, we have to rent. In some situations, we're going to have to rent. I mean, if you get, you're getting off of, uh, you're getting all deep with us, so. But did, did, I mean, I, did that you, make sense? Yeah. It, but you got taxes anyway. So you don't, yeah. really, you don't really own it anyway. Yeah. If you don't pay your taxes, it's gonna be this ain't gonna be the chocolate house. It's no done, done dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> and then <laughs> you don't even own where your taxes go. It's a whole nother conversation. So okay. Uh, so ownership so in the cons in the concept of ownership at times like I, I even say we should own whatever we can, but it has to be within our means. If it's outside our means, then we're just playing with funny money. We're fooling ourselves and thinking that just be, just because we own something, we're better off. People own stuff, and guess what? Like you said, they can't pay their taxes. And that's yeah. why you drive around. There's a house right next door to us right now that's crumbling down. Yeah. And if you look at the tax bill, to your point, it's like $30,000 in taxes that the lady owes on the house. Can you get up to 30 uh? Not paying it. It seems like after you get about close to ten, they taking it. Well, that they would in certain neighborhoods. Right? They're gonna let it rack up as long as long as you want it to rack up, because they can just write it all off anyway, and that's a mechanism for the county to come in and get it. Yeah. You know, demolish it and yeah. then rebuild it all over again. Yeah. And they can write that off on their books. So, so it's all it's all part of the whole again that MBA. Let's let's switch gears. Yeah, sorry. Bit, yeah, I be, you, I be going too big. That's we, all right. I don't know how to. That's all right. Do, am I too macro? No, it's cool. You are what you are. I was like, oh, what's up with you? Is <laughs> the question. This is the thing. You gotta. This is the. You gotta give. You talking about the cafe? You talking about the chocolate house? I don't know if we really actually discuss. He's smiling. I don't think you actually discussed what the status of what was or what is or since 2021 you talked about duke you talked about coming here you talked about getting with me you talked about having this um this narrative on this podcast was once one strategy right that was one thing and then you had all these other pieces and parts you had loiter sports you got loiter um sanctuary homes you got loiter this you got loiter that you got this whole idea right mm-hmm. but you need people to okay so i ain't gonna say you need people to do anything go ahead uh. what what you want me to say that wasn't a question you just yeah, said i all want those you to start talking about <laughs> what about what loiter is today no 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 no, later. no 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 yes it's been some ups and it's been some downs it's always. been some okay you want to talk about any of it why you always want to go to the down now <laughs> So here's the deal. <laughs> no, Look, no, I want you to talk about what you want to talk about. If the, you don't want to talk about <laughs> none of that. So here's the deal. We. You need to make loiter, a P, you need to make a PR 
public relations comment no, about loiter, loiter is exactly where most economic development projects are in their early stages like i said who has the luxury of failure you know so let me, it, I'm gonna, go, ahead, go ahead no go ahead go ahead uh, just keep that note. I'm just saying this because the people in that space understand that. Me and you understand that. But the people that's on the ground, that's rocking with us, whether you care or not, don't understand that. Well, that's what I'm going to share. Like, okay, go ahead. Here, here's, the thing is, it is about moves, positioning. Is, the question is, is Lord a position to do what it is we set out to do? The answer is yes. Because we still have valuable assets in our control in order to move in the same aligned way as possible. No matter if people are against us, if people are, are supporting us, if it's just one of us, two of us, five of us, hundred of us. We're still positioned, you know, praise God, to be able to still do what we set out to do. Is this important to say this? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it what we thought it would be? No, no plan ever is what you originally draw it out to be. That's why they make concept cars. I, think, I think that has let, to be. I think. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This has to be explained in the storytelling. Huh? You see, what I'm saying this is part yeah. of this part of the story. You have to keep saying yeah. this valuable piece, so when people know they don't have no expectations. Yeah. Right, they know what you just said was beautiful. Go ahead. Yeah, because that. Why do they make concept cars? Let, let, even you know the Cybertruck from from Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. They, have, they haven't sold one yet, uh, and they've been talking about it for three years. Uh, three years. He unveiled that joint. I seen it get stuck in the mud, that, and the that, Chevy that, had that, to pull that's it out. What I'm, so I'm just I'm bringing this up. To see this show that it's not just loiter that puts ideas out, has to play around with them, has to see what's working, has to put out, uh, uh, what are they called, uh, prototypes, right, in order to see what to move forward with with the final design, right? This is, this is like, I want to say business 101. The issue is that we black guy and we black dudes. I'm being, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fall on that sword, doc. Black folks are not able to fail the way that white folks are. Number one, they don't have as many resources, so therefore their resiliency financially. What's up, Jordan? The the resiliency of 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 our communities to be able to continue to go and go and go and go exist despite the resources not because of the resource when i'm talking about resource i'm talking about fin- financial resources so we keep going and going and going because that's what we know how to do but white companies or white organizations are literally allowed and afforded the opportunity because of the amount of capital that they have within their possession well, let me ask you this hold that thought i'm sorry yeah, cut yeah, you yeah. off no, you so much yeah. based off of that yeah because of the white companies, do they have to make a PR statement? Because I'm a black dude, do I have to make no. this statement or do, uh, can I move like them? Why not? What's I'm gonna the tell difference? You, I'm going to tell you why. What's that's the a, difference, I'm going to tell you why. 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 I said this recently to a potential funder. 
you know I, w- I do some work at Corbin Hill Food Project, right? In in New York City, right? And we are a fun we we try and feed people, we try and get food to people who need it most. We we work in community, we work in housing uh complexes like that like people are making $10,000 a year, you know what I mean? It, it's horrible situations, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't eat, it's not my fault. The system's fault. It's not my fault. I don't I don't own the failure of the system because I didn't create it. Mm. So a white company. Hold on, Doc. Say that again. <laughs> that was a bar. That was a bar. But you get what I'm saying? That was it's, a bar. It's Say really, it again, though. I don't remember what I said. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I don't own the system that we're failing in because we didn't create it. So when we fail, it's really not failure. It's us learning as we go, uh, learning the game, trial and error, right? Trying to unlock the keys to the system that they created to actually hold us back. I know. So you, every I know. single failure that we have uh, is a learning experience. I get that. I know you understand that. We all understand that, but other people don't. Why? Why don't why, because why you, not? Because you got to keep telling that story. As again, the brand voice. You mm-hmm. have to keep establishing this and saying this so they understand. So when they see you, they know how to approach you because they ain't used to that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you got to keep telling the story, this narrative on why it is and why it, why this it's okay to move in this certain way yeah, and don't look yeah. frown on us because we black people. Like you said, I'm a black person, so I can't fail. Right. We just said that. Fail, huh? Right. So when we fail, like we suck. Oh, here go, here, here go black. Yeah, y'all, yeah, of course. Of course. Right. So that's why I said, do you have to bring it up and say, we made a bad decision? This maybe, is a maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You that's said a, that's, no. a, that's a great question. You got me changing my mind a little bit. Because they don't under, if you establish the story enough, like, they gon' they gon' they they gonna understand it. You know what I'm saying? If you establish this brand story, mm-hmm. right? Your brand, your messaging, your brand, your voice. The voice is understanding this model of failure, and loiter may fail on some ideas, or this is part of the game. Like you said, to be an emperor. You're going to get bad news all the time. All the time, man. You're going to get bad news all the time. But not everybody can handle the bad news. And so you know what the emperor does. Like, they, they they put out the propaganda. That PR is propaganda. I, I don't like putting out propaganda. I like putting out like real, just real information. Like, And so the real information is, we came out and said, what is Loiter about? So anybody who's questioned, like, oh, man, they said they was going to do this. I'm like, well, what are we not doing? We have, they're not, it's about proximity. They're not close enough to really know what we're doing and what we're not. And so what happens is we are conditioned to look and not jump in, Right. Mm-hmm. So when you look and not jump in, that allows you to, of course, hate. I don't like to use that word hate because they haters. But at the end of the day, it's about proximity and positioning. I believe, I still believe when we first started this thing out, we're in the same situation that we were in, no matter the assets or not. Because right, ownership is about privilege. Do you care about the assets? I care about the assets that we currently have. No, I'm talking about the assets that you had. <laughs> oh, it, it depends. It depends. It depends. <laughs> you don't care. 
I, I don't. You don't care. No, you're right. I, I really you don't. You don't care. Okay. There, there, so. some, you know why I care? I won't say I don't care because, of course, we received some funding and we spent money there. That's what I care. I care about the loss, the financial loss of when we, took, when, we, when we throw money into a space. Right? Okay, hold on. Let me ask you this. Right. Yeah. I'm going to put the fire underneath you. Forget that. You took a loss as soon as you got here. Why? You want me to bring it up? <laughs> you just <laughs> yeah why why you want me to bring it up yeah well you take a lot of chances I yeah right yeah. so those chances is risk and those risks involve you it's risky it's a yeah. risky business you no, could choose right. the wrong fiscal agent <laughs> right <laughs> and that could be a costly that could cost you some grants no you're right it costs right. you some yeah. court costs it costs you some lawyers yeah. it costs you a decision, yeah. right? You could have gave me that money. No, you're right. So yeah, all right. Well, so on, I'll address that. That's a good point. Okay, so so these losses, it's like monopoly money. Black people don't understand. You understand this. It's just monopoly money. It ain't your money anyway. <laughs> it's coming from wherever yeah. it's coming from, yeah. and you just putting it in place and moving it how you want to move it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So so if you're doing that, it really don't matter if yeah. if you're trying to if it's just disposable money. We just get some more with this other idea. This other because we're trying to win. Right, because that's the thing. We try. We literally are trying to win. There is a they. There's people, a, there's people. a them and a us, right? And so I look at it as very clear. Like there is a system that created the conditions that we live in. Let's just take East Cleveland all the time. We talk about East Cleveland. Why East Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Number one, we live here, so therefore our experience is like connected to the to geography. Mm-hmm. That's by design anyway. This is a social construct anyway. We could just say we live on the planet Earth, and then everybody just lives you know, in some kumbaya situation, but that's not the reality. Human beings create boundaries and borders and, and create all these sort of constructs to make ourselves attach to uh, conditions around us or a race, a religion, a tribe, or whatever, right? A community. Our community that we're talking about is East Cleveland. It's broke, literally. They say it's the poorest city in the state. They say it's the sixth poorest suburb in the country so with that we we against all odds so you have to throw in like when i came back i didn't we didn't have our 501c3 we didn't have our nonprofit status set up so we had to say okay who was moving who was who mm-hmm. was doing stuff in east cleveland that mm-hmm. we could align ourselves with mm-hmm. we looked around we looked again we read some press clippings mm-hmm. don't always believe what you read on the news yeah right do your due diligence yeah um which we didn't right we yeah. believed okay this dude is from east cleveland this dude is doing work we appreciate what he's doing it's aligned with what we want to talk about and so we went in we put we moved all of the money that we had raised before we had even moved back into his nonprofit as a fiscal right Mm-hmm. No questions asked except for, oh, cool, you you from East Cleveland. Yep, you know, you 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 dap up around good stories, this, yeah, that, that. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, love, relationships. We talk about moving relational and transactional. I prioritize relational over transaction. And so that in and of itself reduces my dependence on traditional due diligence. Mm-hmm. Now, people can question that to say if it makes sense or not, should I have or not. I don't know how to move any differently. differently. Yeah. Which allow, also allows me to be like rolling with people who are 
you know, in boardrooms and this kind of stuff, but also rolling with folks from East Cleveland who may have have backgrounds that other people wouldn't want to be next to. But I don't really none of that matters to me. It's about the human relationship that I care about. So all that to say, I throw the money into the into the uh, fiscal. Oh, 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 oh. I throw it away. I throw the money into the fiscal, right? I tried to start paying people out of this dude's fisc, out of his Wait a minute, nonprofit. Is it is it is it possible that you could have gave him a couple dollars out? No, like ten thousand or something. It, it is. You know it. you know why I didn't. This guy, I, I don't even want to. No, you know why I didn't. Go, go ahead. You know why I didn't. Why? Because I trust people too much. I, and I wouldn't. I will never turn off that amount of trust because then I would move differently. You know how I'll be moving? Very cautiously. I wouldn't be moving the way that I'm moving now, and I wouldn't have had we talked about this before once you go through the rubicon once you have success it's hard to not believe that your way of moving works did you get the did you how much did you take a l on i don't know it's still in the courts so All i'm still it? i'm still no i'm still paying court i'm still paying my attorneys why if it was i if should walk away I, the thing is no no hold on right. I, don't, I don't understand this part because if <laughs> Why you got to bring this up? Because <laughs> it's part of the story, y'all. <laughs> this is part of the story, y'all. This is, this is, you have to talk about all of this, y'all. It's part of the story, y'all. It's part mm-hmm. of the grit. It's part of the grime. It's part of the frustrations. Mm-hmm. It's part of letting people understand we got to go through the mud, y'all. Mm-hmm. This is going through the mud, y'all. I mean, we ain't saying no names. So, you know, if we need to go and see this dude, we're not advocating <laughs> violence. You know what I'm saying? But I was ready to put hands on this dude. <laughs> and then when you see him, the thing is East Cleveland is small, right? And then he, then, then people show up in spaces that you're showing up in and then acting like everything is cool. That's the thing that makes it very difficult on some – and that's why when I'm saying I don't – like we can't – like you said, we don't want to advocate for people to be in vulnerable situations – but we, we from East Cleveland. The guy robbed us. Huh? He ran off with the dough. Yes. Look, man. Did he run off with the dough? Did he run off with the dough? He has an opportunity to get it back to me. We're going through the courts right now. We will see if we get it back. That's what I'm supposed to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We want this podcast to be real, bro. No, but okay, I get that. Okay, so, okay. So, I, so I was but, going. I'm sorry. I, I put the pressure on. No, you. I was going to have you talk about whatever you wanted to talk but about. Look, but no, but that's good. What I was, what I was going to say, is we put the money in there, we asked for it back, right? He gave us some of it back and not all of it. Right. So he said, right. "This is the invoice that you owe me." So this is right. I feel like this is my money because of because of that's why blah 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 it, blah, no, blah and blah. none of that none of because of matters because and this is what we did do when i say we did we didn't do our due diligence let me just be clear we did have a contract right right so i, I did it's not that i just said like here take yeah, the money yeah i'm not irresponsible he's in violation that. of the contract exactly the people so, that gave the money the font the the, the, the people foundation. the foundation that gave the money says that you Owe us the money. Yeah. This is the part that I don't understand because the foundation has a legal right over this contract that he broke. I don't understand why you got to pay for the lawyers. Well, they pay for, for for part of the lawyers. The first part for us to. Now, the next part is this whole civil thing around like me getting what is owed to me. 
Who gives that to you? Because he ain't got it. Do they give it? It's a principal thing at this point. There's no way in the world I can have somebody from EC think that they can just take money. So the first road that you have to take is the legal road. Right? So that's the first road you have to be able to say. So that way we can say we have an open lawsuit. With it. We filed it. So if anybody wants to know, it's filed. They can look it up. Yeah. East Cleveland. Versus such and, and, and such. Yeah, so you can look up East Cleveland Irvin Acres versus, and you guys can do your research. That's who our organization was before we named it Loiter, East Cleveland Irvin Acres, because we were buying up plots around the city. To okay. do our growing. I didn't know that. Right. I knew so, I knew the name, but I didn't know that was yeah, before Lauder. Yeah. So that was kind of like what we were going to do. We were going to try and have it to be the, the land set up underneath East Cleveland, yeah. Urban Acres, and then uh, Lauder would that's, be doing the activation. Which we, but. It was a good play, Yach. It was a good move on your part. Yeah. Right? It was a good play. It was a good strategy. A good play. That's what, and we still moving. And so so the, the thing is, like, what people, like, dealing with people that don't see it or understand that is sad, Yach. Yeah. It's sad. And then you talk about the trust level with EC. It's a good play. It was a good play for him. It yeah. was a good play for you. Yeah. Just play ball like you're supposed to. Ock. It's yeah. like, yeah. this don't make no sense Ock, to, to to do this. Ock. We don't know how to not do it. That's the thing. I mean, because, you know, all you had to do was push the button and the building gets surrounded by Muslims. With- and, no, <laughs> no and, 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 that, and that's kind of why I was like, that's kind of... Look, no, you're right. So that's the whole thing around me. That's an Amber Alert. Um, the good thing is Muslims, especially black Muslims in this, in this city of Cleveland, we always, we good to go, right? In yeah. any situation, yeah. like professionally, legally. And yeah. of course, if we have to do our own self-policing, we have no issue with that. Yeah. Right? And we... You know, we we advocate for us to be able to control our own environments by any means necessary, period. So I am somebody who I'm I'm one of seven kids. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of like instigator dude Mm -hmm. with like big dudes behind me all the time. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I don't know how to turn that off. But and at the same time, I'm also somebody who's like, man, look, we're not really going to. We're not going to pull. We ain't going to draw down yeah. until we go through the necessary um, steps. Yeah. Because I do believe in people. I, I do believe that the best way like, is through conversation. And, and if we have to bring in an intermediary um, in the interim, because I'm still going to be rocking. I'm still going to be seeing this dude. The dude is active. In, you see what I mean? Yeah. He's an active player. Let me say this. Uh, let me say so, this. Because you kind of. Let me say this real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's all a learning curve for you. Mm-hmm. It's just been right. a learning process for you getting in the city. Yeah. You had to go yeah. through all of this, yeah. Yeah. all of this fitna yeah. right, to learn. What do I learn out of all of these transactions and interactions with people? Yeah. Right. And I mean, that's that's what it is. It's just like it's just a test model to see, you know, and hopefully you learned your lesson. No, tons of lessons. Like I said, the prototype. Like you have to put the prototype out there. If you if you don't throw stuff out there for people to critique, and you can't take the critiques, then you're in the wrong business. You have to be able to take. That's why I say I don't want to call people hating or anything. It's critiques. Uh, you know, it's uh, constructive criticism or it's destructive criticism. You just can't let that that criticism destroy you. 
I got I got into a car. Yeah. With you and your brother. Rashad. He's older than you. Yeah. So I got in I got into a car with you and your brother and we canvassing East Cleveland in the car. And we looking at different areas. We looking at fifteen oh oh one. We looking at this other building. We looking over here. We looking over there. And you say, I'm on fifteen oh oh one. So your brother, your older brother, and probably me too, was like, hey, Ock, this is way too big. This is way too outlandish. Are you sure? Are you absolutely sure, Ock? The thing is, Ock, you're a little hard-headed, and you like very stubborn, and when you lock on something, you don't care what the risk is. Is yeah. that, can I say, so... That could be like your Achilles heel, yeah. right? Your no, brother right. was telling you, I'm yeah. saying, I don't know, I'm ready to leave East Cleveland. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah. So, go ahead. I still don't think it was a bad play. I don't think, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad play. I'm saying, could that possibly be one of your, now, I mean, when do you listen to your advisors? Huh? Is this a, you just had got a feeling. You have the thing is you have to be able to risk it. You got to be able to risk anything. Look, look, we don't have East Cleveland. Where are we at? We thirty five million in the hole, right? Who's right now betting on East Cleveland? Any who's betting on East Cleveland right now? Okay, well, no, what, no, no, who's if you could say if you could pull a name out of anywhere, who's betting on East Cleveland? Nobody. Let's say this. I, I, aside, Wait. I would, I'm, of course, I think Loiter is. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just aside from us. Who's really, really betting on the people of East Cleveland right now? Nobody. There's a few folks. Few. Maybe. Now, I don't the, know. The, but the point is, those people who that are, right? I say, I say the library is. I say Loiter is. I say uh, uh, Tanisha Blade, Taisha Blade. You know. Um, uh, Shirley Fitzpatrick. There's, there's there's some folks who are definitely like East Cleveland. They in it. They doing what they do. There's other people who are who are betting on a different future for East Cleveland. That different future, if you doesn't include us. So for me, I'm thinking about two things. The reason why I won at 15001 because it was a street over from Shaw High School. Yeah, that's where the kids are. Yeah. Um, it was the deeper it was deeper in the east cleveland which meaning which means that if any investment happened up close to the university circle that's where all the interest and everything was going to go anyway did you did you think that you had you just didn't have enough leverage at the time i, I thought i had more leverage than i did no did you have if you got it right if now, i would have waited it, yes if i would have waited it would have been better off yes if you would have waited till now yeah but you it's it's to, also you hard to say though too, because you just got here, so you wanted to just bam. I want well, because we could have just said idle with the podcast. You couldn't have. No. You know why? Go ahead. Both, both good and bad happened. Doc. We wouldn't have met Jordan. Wouldn't have met Jordan. We wouldn't have met. You know, all the vendors that was there is still down with Loiter, and they asked. They like, dang, if it wasn't for that's why I mentioned earlier, if it wasn't for them fiends, I'd be up there now, right? You know, so there was this whole now it let me realize that, man, we still have so much work to do as a people to where we can honor everyone in the community, no matter where we're at. The system set set us up to all be fiends. 
I think it doesn't. It does. The system literally wants us all to be addicted to dope huh? and be broke and to be voting at ten percent. Basically, the system wants a hundred thousand East Clevelands across the country. This is the prototype. If if we can pluck East Cleveland outside of New York, outside of D.C., outside of Miami, outside of every single major city, the system wins. Huh? Mm-hmm. This literally is the, 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 the manifestation of constantly abusing oppression, op- oppressing people, and extracting from people. That's what East Cleveland represents. Yeah. So if we don't invest in each other to, like, build it together, then we're never going to – we can't win. So I was just throwing it all yeah, in and be like, look, yeah, yeah. if – and you we had, had we you had, had people we, with you. You had people and with I, you. Exactly. And we had and even to this day we still have people. And let me just be frank, if it wasn't for the deal that we signed was this I'll tell you this is what we didn't do. We had the opportunity to just buy it outright. That was the best play, not doing that. If we would have bought it outright, we'd be in a worse situation. What we did is we put ourselves in a purchasing agreement. So this is just game for other people as they're thinking about speculating markets and stuff like this. You knew that at the gate. I could not buy it outright because of the risk would have been too high. What if it didn't work? Yeah. But I was willing to invest in some pre-development money to see what we could, what we could come up with. Mm-hmm. So that was the that was the reason. Got so it. we did invest pre-development. Did you know into, how long you was gonna do it? I, I was thinking three years. How long was it? Two, you know, two and a half. And then out of the blue, did the Mickey's? Did, okay, so I, yeah. So out of the blue, to talk about the Mickey's situation. Yeah, that was the determining factor on. I just put the resources over here. This Had is a to. better play. Had to. You was on the fence at first. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was on the fence. Well, everybody I brought it up to. Okay, so like, who, do you really who, do you who, really want to be on by using the mercy circle? Who you who who do you go? Who do you get your, uh, you got an advisory team or you got somebody to mentor you to help you through these decisions because it ain't me? I ask you, I ask everybody (laughs) in the system. I ask everybody that I roll with about their opinion about me. All I get is like, this is what we doing. I don't get no what you think. Really? No way. You told, we had a conversation. In fact, fact, I I will look at, we should probably listen to three, three, four episodes back. My interactions with you usually happen on the podcast. Yeah, right? they do. So the the advice and the inquiry that you give pushes me to think different. Like I changed my opinion like three times just in this conversation, mm. just based upon your ability to like push back. So mm-hmm. I value it in that way. Um, but so, I also, ahead. I'm it, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm up. Shut up. No, no, you good. Can you, talk, can you talk about the the Mickey's building pulled up and then you just like, okay, let me. This is a better play now. Yeah. Go ahead. So when you get to this point where you have to make a decision, there's three things. Like how I usually look at it is there's three things you can do. Pause, pivot, or push. Mm. So we was over at 15.01. What are you doing? We're going to pause this thing all together. Say, okay, hold on, everybody. Loiter, we got to rethink it. I don't think we're in a rethink this moment for for, for loiter, right? Mm-hmm. So when people are like, ah, oh, loiter, da, 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 I'm like, no, 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 we good. So we're not going to pause. So that's off the table. Mm-hmm. Are we going to pivot to something else? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to push through with this current plan? Because you had the chocolate house is 
Correct, because we have other house. things moving already. Yeah. So we have the ability to look at pivoting means you're looking at other things that you have other goals. You got multiple spinning yeah, plates. So correct. when you got 1501 spinning, you got the cafe spinning. Correct. So when one fall down, you can still pivot to another, another put, pivot another Go direction. Ahead. Go ahead. So when we were doing 1501, we always had we because spatial justice or ownership of land and property has always been part of it. So even if say fast forward, say Mickey's doesn't work, right? Yeah. Like you said, we, we that's a lease agreement, but it is owned by the land bank, so there's an opportunity we might be able to make a play on buying the building in the future because they're going to have to put it in an RFP. So mm-hmm. that's strategically, we are still positioned if we can raise the capital to say we want to buy the building, this is what we would do in it, right? Yeah. But that just means we have to raise X amount of money. That would probably be like a $1.8 million fundraise to do that. But it's not unheard of for nonprofits to raise that kind of money. Mm-hmm. So we still are in a position, especially if we do enough programming and are the ones who turn that area into what East Clevelanders want. And then we would petition to say we put in our proposal. This is what we we're able to bring. This is what we're doing. This is who's at the table. So we want to buy the building and here's the finances. So we still are positioned to buy the building because a land bank doesn't want to own property. But there is history of them handing it over to people without it actually going through a, a legit process, which mm. is another conversation. Mm-hmm. But if it goes above board, they have to put it out to, a, to an RFP for us to make a bid on it. Got it. But worst case scenario, we lose that space, right? We do have a, a three and a five, so we got eight years that we can be in that space in the cafe. So we good. Okay. Right? So we negotiate about, it. Now, if we lose it altogether, where are we at right now? We have the chocolate house chocolate and you're house. about to do the cafe. We own this, right? right? So this is owned. There's other folks within the ecosystem that own properties in East Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. So there's so much abandoned plots. We also, remember, we work with the Harvard Law School, Harvard University Law School, to create our whole policy map on food sovereignty, on how to do a cottage industry in East Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's like a 10-year plan. How long do you think the, the the plan is for like normal development to come into East Cleveland is? I don't know. Say 10, 15, 20 years before it turns over, right? So we still are positioned to tell our story about ownership, about about having conversations with current East Cleveland residents to buy plots of land that are next to them that are on the land bank, to not sell their mother's home, to don't just be like, oh my goodness, my house is devalued, so therefore I'm going to leave. Right to get other folks engaged in this process. Let me ask you this: Just be—I know you're a tough, strong guy, and all this stuff, and very—you're a leader and visionary, <laughs> and all this stuff. You just get be vulnerable for one hot second. I know that's hard for a black man to do. Are you on the fence with the cafe in the Mickey's building? Um. My biggest, I think the biggest threat to the cafe at the Mickey's building is that people perceive what Loiter is doing as being part of the gentrification process. Like, uh, like we're, we're catering towards the new neighborhood that they're building over here. I think that's our biggest weakness. But as far as financial, there's nothing on the main streets that's going to be as dope as what we're putting over there. Nobody's gonna okay, be so, so we go. So that, I think that's our biggest vulnerability. The, the, I don't think I don't see that is. You know why? Hmm. If you really truly double down on the brand, 
mm-hmm. that brand voice, the brand mm-hmm. messaging, yeah. and all of that. It don't matter what that sign say. If they know the story behind Lauder. I just told you. Yeah. It don't matter if you go to Red Bull Instagram. Ain't no cans of Red Bull on there, Rock. It's mm-hmm. the story. Mm-hmm. So if the story stays intact, this narrative that you have, mm-hmm. don't matter what building it is. Right. If they understand it, yeah. but you got to keep saying it so they know it and the language matches it on the website on the instagram page mm-hmm. it's the same message the same story it don't matter what that sign say yeah it could just say loiter yeah no, if the brand, yeah you know what i'm saying it don't have to say nothing else yeah. if you have the brand story behind it, you understand the brand it's not the just the the mark that yeah. says loiter here's what i would say there's not a single spot in in cuyahoga county that's going to open next year that's going to have as much talent talent behind it as the loiter cafe i I can say that 100 percent. as far as like the collective of entrepreneurs that are investing time and energy and establishing loiter as being like the spot for african-american culture in an african-american city there's no one in cuyahoga county that can say that right Mm -hmm. and it's all of us behind it that are creating something that's going to be one of a kind and that's how i how i I, like i don't think and you know not to mention like the the resumes of the folks that are behind it the types of revenue that people have been able to generate the types of businesses that people have been able to establish the 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 networks that we individually and collectively have there's so our biggest so that's vulnerability number one was people's out out perception about what it is loiter is catering to the other is and you address that with us trying making sure that we tell the proper story so we get the people in there that we would like to get in there and 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 sell the types of things that we would like to sell and promote the types of things we'd like to promote the second vulnerability is that we can't collectively move in a way that we read about you know we all read about like the panther party we read about like you know solidarity economy cooperative economics and all these things but where has it been deployed uh in a way that we can replicate it and like you said scale it you know Mm. in the last 20 years like that's the key so if we can't do can't, that, then it, that, that's that's it our. Can't, it can't be confined between brick and mortar. Right. Exactly. Correct. Yep. So the programming, exactly. So when people come into the store, when they come into the cafe, what else is going on in there? The podcast is there. There's there's workshops on the weekends, right? There's there's creative expression of people who believe in investing in ourselves, and all of a sudden you get intergenerational adaptation of what it is like you said that brand is offering so now all of a sudden loiter becomes synonymous with community change it becomes synonymous with you know with african-american experience so that's really the the, and showing that that's what they gotta see yeah they gotta see it that's what they gotta see so so are we having a uh, end of uh so this is this is we this was supposed to be a, a end of year wrap up, but this is a yeah, good episode. Sure. We'll do that later though. No, but we no, have, no. What we, you mean? It's always how long we gonna record. I know. Anything you want to? Let's land the plane. Though. Yeah, we gotta land the plane. Um, 
Next year, we're going to have water. Yeah, I'm going to go get some water. chocolate house with no water. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, I'm going to go get some water. You got chocolate in here with no water? No, well, I mean. This guy having chocolate tasting. <laughs> got these kids in here. <laughs> drink, eating all this chocolate and no water. I was like, bro, he's going to try to kill these kids. I, peanuts, chocolate, and nothing to wash it down with? No. Just a pure just raw. straight raw. <laughs> Just, just raw. We raw with it. All right. So, any um, any last words for the for the wrapping up this year? So, any last words? I did this. Was this good for you? No, I felt good. this. I felt like this was therapy. I'm trying to be like your therapist, side. Don't. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm trying to be like your therapist. Side. That's a whole nother. All black men need therapy. Really? Huh? That's what they saying. Like, All I'm, black I'm, men need here's therapy. Here's the thing. Huh? I, this is what I would say. I agree with you, but I don't agree with you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I follow trends. And when when trends become the dominant narrative, I'm very, and this might be my own thing, but I usually am looking at all of a sudden everybody's saying black dudes need therapy. And everybody's saying it. So now I'm like, hmm, that might be right, but it also might be a systemic issue. I'm talking, we about need to, a, I'm talking about a different type of therapy. You get what, yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm trying to get at. So now we would have to define therapy. Now, this is what I would say. I'm talking about self-medicating. This is what I would say. Yeah. All black men have trauma that we have to deal with. And now what we shouldn't do is ignore the fact that the therapy and the, and the, psych, and the, and the business of therapy is growing at an at, at an astronomic rate right and so, so if we knock off some of the pillars that you need before you get there and i think one of the main pillars is having good companions uh, correct then you then we won't be paying to get therapy the point is i what i don't want to do is be a proponent of people thinking that it's no different than, than modern medicine mm, just mm-hmm. taking a pill is not better than having a healthy diet right having good relationships good conversations like you know working out like being in the garden like being in community that is not therapy that's called existing a nice human life existing in a nice human life and therefore you don't need therapy what i would say what we need is community but because uh, because th- therapy is a business it's just a straight I get, bi- I get so it. i wait a minute very though, huh? Wait, wait a minute, Doc. See, I, minute. that's why I didn't want to. That's why I didn't want to. Come no, here. this is good, Doc. We about to start talking about love and relationships <laughs> next. Look, Doc. The thing is this, Doc. You gotta have the pillars in place, Doc, mm-hmm. because what's what's stress and anxiety? Like I've yet to run across somebody that loves these two words: depression. I'm depressed. I'm stressed, and I got anxiety. If I'm feeling a certain way, I feel that and I'm labeling it myself. Like I'm underneath anxiety. I'm self-medicating myself. Okay, so if we have these things in us, and it's a hot topic, right? These is emotions. What am I going to do with them? Am I going to ruminate over these ideas? It's because it's two states. Of, it's three states that you're in. You either in the past, you in the present, or you in the future. Rock. It's rare that you in the present, you either weren't like we just sat and talked about past stuff about loiter and what we do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you do with this energy? Ock? 
if you're not in the garden, if you're not in the community, if you're not on a treadmill, sweating, I, I, look, I, I felt like I was underneath some pressure. And I felt like it was coming down on me all at once, right? So I'm driving home. I'm sitting in my driveway, and I'm just sitting there, bro. And I feel it coming physically. I'm about to go in the house, Ock. I just put my car in drive. I drove up to the gym, and I got on a treadmill for 30 minutes and burned 200 calories. Sweating. I ain't have no water. I was just like, forget it, Ock. And, and I purposely thought about all the stuff that was bugging me. I was bringing it back up as I'm running on the treadmill. And when I got off, Ock, I was good, Ock. I mm-hmm. felt better. Yeah, yeah. This is, is this therapy? Or is this just? No, that's okay. not therapy. Okay, what is it? That's called living your life. The thing is, the treadmill didn't exist when we were communal folk, right? We was walking more. We was active. We was out in the garden. We was growing our own food. We was doing it with community. We was laughing, crying together. We was, like, raising each other's kids. So that community aspect has been intentionally uh, destroyed. So, yes, I guess you could say it's therapy, but I think that is a symptom. The treadmill is a symptom, Mark. So what you were experiencing was a symptom of, like, what, what – of getting to that point. The root cause of it, though, is what I'm interested. I'm, I'm a root cause person. Because I'm not sitting at the fire with the no, brothers at the end of no, the day. No, exactly. Like you yourself said, man, man dang, you, you want me to ask you more instead of tell you more, right? Say again? Like you said, man, you don't ever ask me. You don't ever get no advice from me, right? Until mm, you make sense. Go right. Ahead. So that's what you're looking for. You're looking for, like, camaraderie. You're yeah. looking for, you know, for people. For, you're looking for community. Yeah. So the th- so the the pre work so we can prevent ourselves from getting the therapy and, and and investing our energy into a growing economic model that is of course going to get us all addicted to some external uh, uh, con- constructed business model to, that our insurance pays for, mm. right? So it ain't really coming out of our pocket, I guess, and, even though it really and, is. We think, oh, my insurance covered that. Man, you pay insurance. And, and, and you got the dispensary. You talk about the dispensary yeah. card, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm tied to these. Mm-hmm. These. I'm almost tied to all of these things that give me the solution that I want. Absolutely. Instead of just. But you can't. Everything is simulated. Everybody's just sitting down looking at their devices and they ain't getting outside to walk. They ain't. There you go. So how you. So you still need this you still need this playbook or this pillar playbook. The pillar playbook is what? Guess what? Go ahead. What are we doing right now? We're talking about it. We're you said this before. We we people need to be creators of the content, not just consumers of the content. Right? So everybody should have a channel whether they're trying to go viral or not. Exactly. Because it's like your outlet. It's your creative space. Everybody Put not it out creative. There. It doesn't, have to, it, it doesn't it. have to be about being creative. Because at the same time, that is what, if things are going to be more social, right? My daughters, be, I, I hate Roblox. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, but if they're going to be on it, they need to be able to express themselves in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a setting of what the future is going to be. The future is going to be in that space of digital community. So people need to have yeah. a digital 
they need to have their identity attached to the digital community that they're going to be living in the future. Yeah. So it's not about being a creator, creative person. It's about owning your own voice, face, IP, commodities on the digital space. Because if we don't, you already know the AI, they're going to take all of our pictures, our voice, our likeness, all of that, and convert it into what it is they want to have anyway. How do you break out of this whole therapy thing, Ock? AI. We give people emotional reparation. We got it. We got an episode. What episode was it? That's one of our most popular episodes. Y'all should go back and listen to it. It's emotional reparations. We got the Black Man Survival Kit too. Yeah, I need black, to yeah, go back through. We need to go back and listen to the Black Man Survival Kit. Emotional I mean, reparations. Could. We had Walt on from Ghetto Therapy. So all these conversations around what we need to do as Black men. It really um, needs to be take the, all of these podcasts and make some frameworks out of them and put them so people can get them. We need to get paid to do that, though, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, I mean, part of it uh, is definitely some exercise. uh, I think a lot of us has got our diet uh, is kind of making things terrible, too. It is. Right? So the food that you're eating is going to mess with you psychologically. If you're not working out, you you psychologically. So you do need therapy, uh, if you can't. Break out of it if I you, so. I mean, what you going to do? Huh? What I would say is I'm not saying that people don't need therapy. Okay. I just, what I guess what I'm saying is I look at trends and I see where things are going to go with typecasting black dudes as all needing therapy. It's no and it doesn't de- it doesn't deal with the fact that what got us here in the first place. Yes. And it's a slow trickle of of information or tools to get us out instead of like it's a placebo. Oh, it's a placebo. It's a placebo or or it's like a slow IV. Man, sometimes people need to get like just knocked out. You know what I mean? But like man, like oh we talked about this before. Like if a dude is drowning, right? Mhm. If a dude is drowning and they don't really know how to swim, right? This is kind of what's happening. Like dudes living in these conditions that we that we are talking about are literally drowning underneath this this oppressive reality. Don't know how to breathe, can't do nothing, can't eat without the system, can't go to work without the system, can't feed their babies, all of it. You know, they they the kids, it's like, what's wrong? All of it. They drowning in all this emotional uh pain and oppression. We could extract people out one by one. We could, like, give them a little bit of uh, IV juice. But if somebody's drowning and they don't know how to swim, sometimes you got to knock that dude out and carry him to the shore because he's going to bring you down. Yeah. You got to sometimes. We, we just need to, like, be okay with giving different types of, of support to each other. So if I need a different type of support, people need to see that I'm like you said, if you're looking at me and I and like you said, if my bravado or the way that I move sometimes I think is actually beneficial, you need to be like, bro, it's not working. Stop being so stubborn. You got because if you keep doing it this way, you're going to keep drowning and I'm not going down with you. For sure. So we need to be able to get comfortable enough with each other to give somebody that jolt of information that's going to knock us out. And pull us over to the shore in a different way. That's sort of like, well, you know what? Yeah, you know what, young man? You was your daddy. Look, I love my daddy. I don't care. Yeah, I got a whooping. 
Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm wait, just wait, saying wait. I, uh, that. But but that's the therapy will have you thinking about your family as if they was like, man, listen. Yeah. Hold on now. Hold I, on, but hold you on. get what I'm. I, this is my critique on I, therapy, I get it. bro. I get it. Hold on. Let me make a disclaimer <laughs> real quick. What? We are not. Um, we are not. What's the disclaimer for this side? We're just. This is our opinions. We are not. <laughs> We we are oh, not. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we got to make a couple of disclaimers. Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all, we are not um, clinically <laughs> because it is people that do suffer from serious conditions that really need yeah therapy we're not talking about those correct yeah certain people do definitely have suffered from schizophrenia all kind of stuff right so a lot of people have imbalances and things like that so we don't want to say that therapy is not needed for these situations right so the thing is like a lot of people that i i, I see black men that do suffer from this stuff i that don't get the therapy. So I want to say like a lot of black people that I see be self-medicated. And I think that's where a lot of dudes, you know, suffer from escapism. Yeah. If you're inebriated, if you're drunk and high or mm -hmm. gambling or doing all this stuff or just you kind of suffering from um, escapism or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm seeing a lot of people that I love, that I care about, that probably do need a little rehab and do need a little therapy, Ock, if mm -hmm. they ain't going to come from the viewpoint of, I kind of kind of know, like, when I was younger, I really didn't work out, Ock, and I almost had an ulcer from, um, you know, from worrying and stressing out, Ock. So I kind of fixed myself, Ock, right? And I kind of saw, you know, me going down a road where I was like, smoking cigarettes, like, I had it bad, Ock, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, watching the, the horizon and I'm watching a lot of the older dudes. Cause think about it, Doc. I mean, I'm I'm probably five more years from now, I'm gonna be sixty years old, Doc. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing dudes that's cool. I'm seeing dudes my age that look eighty years old, Doc. Mm -hmm. I saw a friend of mine, Doc, we the same age, bruh, and he looked like he was seventy years old. Doc. Mm -hmm. It broke my heart. I couldn't even look at him, Doc. So it's like, man, I mean, the black dudes need to take care of themselves. Huh? So you're right. So there's, the, thank you for the disclaimer. I hate it. We had to do a disclaimer on another one before. I can't remember which one. Was. <laughs> but no, you're right. So there's two pieces. There is, there's people who suffer from, from mental illness, illness um, that requires therapy. And there's the business of therapy that does need to be criticized. So for me, I'm critiquing the I, I don't I'm watching my YouTube videos mm -hmm. and I got a, 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 an advertisement to say I need therapy mm -hmm. and it's cool mm -hmm. log into this app get some therapy right you know what I mean like I'm yeah. talking about real situations that um could get us in a better situation as a whole yeah like as a community and it's not our condition is relatively new when you look at how long black 
folks have existed from the beginning of time, right? Life started in the, in the Horn of Africa with black folks. Mm-hmm. And we built community. It was through from that until now. We got a small window to which we are in this oppressive like state. This is like the smallest portion of time. For the most part, we were in a position of community. We didn't have a construct of capitalism, of oppressive societies. Like our society was very different now. We were communal. We raised each other's family. Like we could we could yank up each other's kids and be like, "Hey man, you you that you you can't be down there." Right? Or you could you could coach someone's kids without it being an issue. Right? Mm-hmm. And when I say yank up, I'm saying like you could grab somebody and say, "Hey, listen. Like I know your mother is not here right now. She's at work. But your mother is not expecting that from you. You try and do that today to somebody's kid. What's going to happen? Um, I, you can't do it. And so we, we're so afraid to even find out because we have been neutered to a point that we can't even be the men of society to be able to say, we set our standard. See, we we don't we we're supposed we to be setting the criteria. We don't have to. We don't convene. No. Like, but the thing is, this like my father was. You know, he had to work and provide for the family, so he wasn't coming from the viewpoint where he got that game from his father, because his father had to work and provide and look out for him and look out for the family. So he was kind of on his own. He didn't really get no game, no blueprint. My father was a stand-up guy. He wasn't like a hustler. He wasn't like a womanizer. He wasn't, you know, he was a family man, you know, and and and, and <clears throat> so he was just kind of, you know, doing what he was doing, right? And um, I was a lot of, it was a lot of stuff that I didn't get. It was a lot of game that I didn't get about because he wasn't in the community all like that. You know what I'm saying? He was... <clears throat> doing what he had to do, mm-hmm. you know, to to work and have his little small circle. But it was a lot of stuff that I probably needed as a young man. Like you said, you left at 15. Mm. Once you left 17, at 17, 17 you yeah. left at 17. So, bruh, where was, where was you getting the game from? You was getting the game from, you didn't really get like a, like the right game to understand like your mentality, like, you know, all of this stuff. Am I right? Well, we, well, to me, age is a construct, too. Like, when I got my GED, my parents were okay with me. Like, in order to get my, 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 my GED at 17, I had to be emancipated. I had, to, I had to go down, get paperwork, and have my parents sign a paper to say they emancipated me. Yeah. Right? In order for me to get my GED, because I wasn't old enough. Right? But I knew that's what I wanted to do. Right. So they were okay with it because they understood that I was mature enough to be out here in this world. Right. Quote unquote, on my own, because that 18 year old construct is different. I mean, King Tut was 13. Yeah. I mean, we, we was that, that whole age of like uh, 18. You go from like not being able to smoke a cigarette to being able to smoke a cigarette at 18. You go from not being able to drink to being able to drink a drink at 21. Oh, that's just game. That's about control. Age, I mean, 
there were societies that 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 that, that youth was was on horses shooting arrows at six years old bam you know what i mean so yeah. that whole thing around like but that was age, basic that was based on community living right but your advisors right correct they given competency at early ages competency at early ages you can like my girls were cooking my girls were cooking my girls were cooking since they was like three years old right Mm-hmm. So right now they at a point they can go into the kitchen and cook anything. I can say make make some chicken, mm-hmm. make some beef, make yeah. some lamb, make yeah. some spaghetti, make some roast some vegetables. I'll yeah. I'll make the chicken right. Yeah. And they're talking about they was doing this at eight and ten, fully, no holes barred. And other parents are like, oh my god, I can't believe. What do you mean? You, that's because you didn't give them the the tools. You didn't trust them to actually be what you think is an adult task. Cooking is not an adult task. Yeah, it's survival. Yeah. So if you around the fire, you hunter and gatherer, right? Mm-hmm. It's not you got to wait till you you know, twelve years old to get behind the stove. Like nah. Yeah. No, it's time to eat. <clears throat> you better learn how to grow. You better learn how to cook. You better learn how to have some manners treat your parents with respect, like all this, that's not part of how we are as a society anymore. So what I'm saying is this, the therapy is in creating conditions for us to just be our full selves. That's really where I'm at with it. That's mm-hmm. the therapy. Like like you said, we don't want people self-medicating. Like we used to get high off of each other, off of like our family ties, off of conversation. Like this conversation, like we was about to end it 15 minutes ago, but guess what? You was, oh, yeah. something emotionally happened. That was a high that happened. Yeah. Right? That yeah. was like, oh, we can get into it, right? Yeah. And so to be able to express and go, that's an emotional high too. People need that context they need though. It. They don't have yeah. it. They yeah. Don't, they don't have yeah. that context. So you yeah. got to. You got to give it to them. They might not be organically in tune to know that this is what it is. Yeah. My, like my little said, girl, how do you do it? How my, do you do it? My girls was outside with no shoes on running in the grass. I, you what, know was they I call, call, what was they calling you? What, huh? do people, what do people say about that? I? They <clears> say <throat> you're crazy. I. I, uh, they know that they could do it with me. Exactly. It's cold. It's wet. They just make the choice and make the decision to do that. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I guess that's like just me being in tuned, right? To to know that, so to I let them be in that space, but people might not have that context. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's 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 land this plane. Anything else? Uh, no, that's good. We're gonna do a season. Uh, we're gonna restart. Maybe. Maybe. Well, anyway. Maybe. <laughs> we open in the cafe. The early part. Q, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Q1. <laughs> Q1 is first quarter, uh, but we will be doing um, a couple things over at the Mickey's Building and in the Chocolate House. Um, so, you know, that's it. We'll All wrap right. up. All right, peace. Yeah, peace.